All right, you're listening to the Mortar City Juke Joint right here on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. And I am Kate Holtz. Yes, yes, you are. It's so close to the weekend, Ben. It is so close. It's, it's so very sad. close. So close, I think that if I reached out, I might be able to touch it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to... Weekend, I want to touch you. You just want to get all up in there. All up inside that all weekend. All up in that weekend. Yes. All up, up. Yeah. I don't know why I get so excited. I have to work anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just, everybody else gets so hyped that I'm hyped for them and their wonderful, right. fun plans. That's right. Yeah. I'm not bitter. It's fine. No, you're not bitter. <laughs> no. Because, you know, your number one goal in life is to not be a dick. Right, right. Which, yeah, yeah. is slowly becoming one of my... Uh, your favorite things about me well that's always been one of your favorite things well, about that too me. but like the favorite one of my favorite drops to play <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot you had that I, I of course i do right here my number one goal in life oh, wow, is was not abrasive to yeah <laughs> it was very aggressive uh sometimes you have to be aggressive but you can do it without being a dick right that's how you know you've mastered the art form of non-dickery non-dickery you're yeah. like very good. <laughs> There's always a nice way to say fuck you. That's very true. Yes. That is true. Or my one of my favorites is like when you have inner office email and it's the please advise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because please advise translates into fuck you. <laughs> hey, this happened. Please advise. You know, because... That, that reminds me of... Um... Ali Wong stand up when she says that nowadays in like school and stuff, you're not supposed to say that kids are being bossy. You're right. supposed to say like your kid has exemplary leadership skills, which like translates to your kid is a bastard. Like, right. Just the absolute worst. Well, yeah, I, I, I think that that's really funny. And it also, I don't know. Is that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't even know how to... Okay. All right. I can't help you. I'm sorry. I, I, is is that like an Asian perspective, though, of like, you know... I mean, I guess so. My uh, I was very precocious as a child. Yeah. And uh, my mother, who uh, is Asian, duh. Uh, she... <laughs> Really? Some people don't know. Some people don't listen to the show. They don't. They're they're listening and not watching. But anyway, right? Um, but my mom, uh, she she would just say that I'm bossy. Oh, Actually, okay. she used to say it was my mouth. Like I had a mouth on me. Um. So she was like, "What that mouth do?" But not in yeah. that. <laughs> not not, not like that. in that way. I was. Wow. I was seven. Ben, gross. Oh, that was. Oh, um, I. Th- I thought you meant older. I'm sorry. I mean, no, like, I thought I, this was like last week. I've always been. I've always been really sassy, um, and I always spoke my really? mind, especially as a kid. And yeah, which is weird because my mom, like, it, in, in Asian culture, it's like a thing for women to just like be seen and not heard. Um, my mom wasn't raised that way because she was grown up like she grew up in the jungle. It, yeah, uh, Asian. yeah. So I get my mom's um, my mom's loud mouth. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Also, I grew up around like my parents working in a factory and like everybody's loud. Everybody's loud and everybody tells each other to fuck off all the time. Right. So when I started working in restaurants, it was like a natural transition. I really, (laughs) I really, yeah, I really want your mom to call in. I know she works, but I think that that would be. Maybe for Mother's Day or or, like my birthday, I'll like convince her to call or something just to say hi. Yeah. All right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So your mom listens to every our moms are different because my mom doesn't even know. My mom thinks I work at like a Chili's. She doesn't even know what restaurant I work at. 
And then like really? your mom listens to like every single show and like yeah. likes all of our stuff on our Facebook page and stuff. Like she's so nice. She <laughs> does. She does. Shout out to Ben's mom. I think you're wonderful. And I met her once uh, for, during our graduation and she's just as lovely in person as you would think she is. Absolutely. She is. Yeah. Thanks mom. Good aura. Good. Yes. A, a nice, clean, warm maternal aura. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where my mom's just kind of gritty and smells like Salem slims. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know, like we, this, this happened a couple weeks ago. Like, for as long as we've known each other, you've joked about your mom and her voicemails. Yeah. 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 And then finally, I was able to hear one of these voicemails. Yes. <laughs> Kate does a spot-on impersonation of her mom. I mean, I yeah, I, I I've, been, I've been told. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's, I mean, down to like tone, inflection, and everything. Like she's been leaving me the same voicemail for like ten years. After a while, you just kind of learn, right? It's like okay, <laughs> it's I the same. Practice. It's the same setup too. It's always, hey kid, haven't talked to you. Call me back. Love you. Right. And that's like a, a variation of that every time. I don't know. Right. I think that's pretty much what she conveyed yep. in that. Yeah. Every time. Voicemail, yeah. Every time. That's yeah, good. It's yeah. good. So. Um, so now that we're all like warm and fuzzy talking about our moms, we should talk about this really crappy thing we read about. Yeah. So have you ever had a <laughs> shitty date, Kate? <laughs> have you had I mean, a shitty date? Like literally, like just shitty as in bad or shitty as in literally shitty. Um, well, because that's what we read about. <laughs> literally, that would be that would be pretty good if we were to go that route. No, um, I'm it was a setup for the story that yeah, we I know yeah. we can go that route. Have you ever had a, like that type of shitty date? No, no, you've never had a date involved poo. That nope, definitely not. Okay, good yeah. because there uh, are things that I am very open minded to, but poop is not one of them, right? That's a hard limit, it's it's hard, right? Well, Liam Smith. Uh, postgraduate sociology student. Uh, this is this sounds like like an experiment versus uh, anything, mm-hmm. but he's from Bristol. That's in the UK. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> uh, and he uh, he started this GoFundMe page to raise money for his new window because it was broken when his is it a Tinder date right? Yeah, it was a Tinder his date. Tinder date got stuck trying to retrieve her poop in a bag. In a bag. I'm going to let that sink in for a bit. I know that we try to avoid dead air, but I think maybe (laughs) you might need it. People might need a moment. Okay, you got it. All right. Oh, my God. Okay, I have so many questions, though. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to ask first. Um Wait, he's doing a GoFundMe? I didn't know that To replace that the window, yeah. To it, replace the window. Yeah, the window, uh, he has surpassed his goal of 200 pounds, and, and he has raised 1,780. Wow. 1,780 pounds. Which I think translates in American dollars to pretty close. Well, yeah, I think yeah. They're, they're the, 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 the pound is worth a little bit more than the dollar. Yeah. So that is so like some random strangers are helping this guy clean and replace his shitty window. Yeah, that's fifteen hundred mm. over his goal. Fifteen hundred eighty over his goal. But why was there shit in the bag? That's like the main question. It is the question. <laughs> All right. So apparently she wanted to use the restroom. She had to go and 
Yeah. Go number two. It happens. Right. Which, you know, have you ever had to go number two during a date? Yeah, yeah, totally. But like in the confines of like my own private space. Oh, and, I, and I've always done it in the toilet. I, yeah, <laughs> I've I've always held it. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, I, I get funny about where I go poo. Anyway, so apparently she had to go use the restroom mm-hmm. and then it wouldn't flush. So she decided to pull it out to pick it up with a bag and try to throw it out the window. Well, uh, it got stuck. Oh my god, it's so gross. I mean, it's so because... wait, so she jumped out of the window and then had the bag trail behind her. Okay, what had happened is the window. She had a. She's trying to drop it in. Yeah, yeah. And it got stuck in between the window. Oh, and the, like the ledge. It didn't okay. get outside. It didn't so get outside. So it was just stuck sitting outside the window. Mm-hmm. Just a bag of poop. Right. Oh, so that's... she tried to climb in. She the window, I guess, opened a certain way. Like, um, the hinge was on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And it came out. So, so it's like not your conventional window. No, yeah. it's one of those those windows that some asshole designed so you can't mm-hmm. put a window air conditioning unit in. Mm-hmm. I lived at that place. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Well, that was just the windows were from the 20s, but right. that's neither here nor there. Right. Okay, so wait. Okay. My only question for you, Ben, yeah. is if this happened to you on a date, if you were dating the poor girl with the poop bag in the window, would you would you would you go on a second date? Would you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess it depends on how the rest of the date went. This sounds like the type of date that would happen to my little brother, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Does he normally date girls that don't know how to poop properly? Or? No, it's just it's the poop itself because, you know, he has some really great, you know, you know just bad timing poop stories, like mm. like having to go poo at the the worst possible time and place. Yeah, my buddy has he has IBS, so he just has great yeah, stories about right. Yeah, that I we do, can laugh about. <laughs> I do too, man. For me, it'll be like whenever I'm the farthest away from an actual bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm in the middle of a field, it's gonna I'm gonna have to yeah you know. yeah. Uh, so this is I I you know as far as like how I would handle it, I, that would um. That would really depend on how much I like the girl, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I feel like I, I would have I, to see how the rest of the date went before then. And then how long did it take for him to discover the poop in the bag? Like, did they finish their date? Did he hook up with this girl and then went to the bathroom and saw this poop bag? Like, I have so many questions well, about what happened on the rest of the, the date. The, the firefighters had to, to come and get her out. Oh, my God. And they tweeted pictures of this. There are <gasps> photos on. You didn't tell me that. That's the saddest character. Yeah. Part. So. Oh, no. There is a photo of her oh. upside down from inside the bathroom through the window. Oh. And there's photos of them pulling her out. Man, I know the Internet fame like comes and goes really fast for some people, but that's something that's going to stick with her. Like she's gonna, she might as well just change her Tinder profile to a picture of her stuck in the window, and her description being, "Yes, I was the poop bag girl." Like, yeah, just own it. You know what? <laughs> I mean, she might get some dates from this. Maybe, yeah. You know, some guys know. out there that that are cool with the, yeah. You know, I, I, I if it doesn't flush, first of all, I, I love how yeah. our, I love. I love how our show starts in the toilet. Well, I figured we would just start there and start shitty and then just it gets better from there. Yeah, we're going to go up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So. Okay. But. (laughs) I just, I can't, I can't like, like, first of all, it wouldn't flush. Why wouldn't it flush? Yeah. And is it, is she just blowing it out? Is it, (laughs) 
Is, was there a plumbing issue before? This and if there was girl. a plumbing issue before, why did he let her use the restroom? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes, like, you know, it gets clogged and you don't know where the plunger is. Like, people will hide their plungers because they're unsightly to look at. So when you need it and you're in someone's house and you don't know where it is, you're kind of like, oh, well, I can't fix this. Shit. Ooh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Like, it happens, you know? Um, right. People also really panic when the toilet doesn't flush properly. People panic. Like oh, yeah. people like will stuff things down the toilet to make it worse or to flood. Like for some reason, I don't know. Some people lift the lid off the back and just pretend that they tried to do something about it. And they put the lid like on the toilet seat. Like people panic. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. You know, there, there are times where I've kind of. I've panicked because there was more than just water coming out. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's that's not no bueno. Right. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I panicked once. Um. Oh, we always have that moment of panic when there's no toilet paper. That happens sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so most most people in my like my, my circle of friends mm-hmm. that have uh, like musician friends that have that know Kenny Ken's, who's been a guest here. Are everybody you about to share a Kenny Ken's poop story. Everybody has a fucked up Kenny Ken story. Oh no. There's one where uh, he, this is uh, he had a roommate. Named Marky. Marky was in another band called the Fam Shakers, so they mm-hmm. moved to Austin. Anyway, both of them, this is like this brief time where, you know, I know Kenny had said he'd been working at the same place forever. There was a brief time where he worked for some, as a like a medical supplies representative. So he would have to travel. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this brings up two stories, okay. actually. So Marky had gotten that job. So they both lived together and they were never at, never in the house at the same time. Marky would come home and find there's no toilet paper and there would just be like a stack of uh, coffee filters. Okay. Yeah. Which I guess. I mean, worst case scenario. Right. Sure. Right. And, and, but that's just like sometimes uh-huh. other times there would be nothing. Oh yeah. It's like, oh. ah, Kenny, that's shitty. <laughs> and he would laugh about it. But this is also the same guy that gets in an air, gets onto a crowded airplane and, will fart and ask if anybody smells popcorn. Oh, see, he's I, that guy. I'm not really into that guy. No, no. but you know, whatever. Yeah. Still. Um, Oh, so we're giving away tickets today. Yes, we are giving away tickets. I was just to, thinking about that. Yeah, AJJ. Sometime later on in the show, we will be giving those tickets away. Yes, it's at the Loving Touch. This, not... Today, Thursday, but the week following Thursday. Yeah, week from today. Yes. Um, which is a great date idea. It Take is. your date to go see AJJ. Yes. And um, don't poop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop I mean, pooping. Poop if you need to poop, but just flush, man. Just flush. Yeah, you know what? Take um, if halfway through, take a courtesy flush. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, also, the toasters are playing at the Loving Touch like two days later. Right. On Saturday, that's pretty cool. We have, we gave away tickets to that show too. Yeah. Thanks to Black Iris Booking. Yes, Ramona's the. Ramona is the best. Yes. Hi, Ramona. Yes, she is. Oh man. Okay. So, I guess there's um, there's going to be couple of previous guests on here that were that are, are now going to be booked by Ramona. I bought Robert Lewis who was getting the worst exposure. Oh yeah. Yes, he he messaged me yesterday saying that he that uh he might be on the bill for a Black Irish show, which that's is awesome. great. awesome. Which is great cuz we bringing everybody together. That's right. It was nice. That is absolutely true. Yes. And uh I do believe that our 
positive words about Mr. Robert Lewis when Ramona was on. Well, it's easy when he's uh, really awesome. It is. Yeah. He's yeah, one of the one of the best local song singer songwriters. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, definitely go check out Robert Lewis, and he is doing. Uh, I believe he he has an open mic night tomorrow. Okay. In Waterford. Uh, isn't that usually where his open mic? Yeah, is? it's in Waterford yeah. or Pontiac. One of those. Because they're, they're right next. But there's a lot in Pontiac. There's a yeah. lot not in Pontiac as well. You can easily drive around in a circle in Pontiac. There's a loop. Really? Yeah. See, so Pontiac is like just far enough away where I'm like never there. Right. Yeah. Oh, the open mic is tomorrow at eight o'clock at, at the, the W at the, or at the VFW. Yes, sorry. at the VFW. Yes. Yes. And that's in Pontiac. Correct. VFW post 1370. I guess that yes. there's multiples. So, and Saturday he will be uh, at the New A with the Detroit Hammer. So go check him out one of those two days. Tell them that awesome. we suggest that you go. Yeah, tell him we sent you. Yes, tell him we go. sent you. He's a good guy. Uh, buy him a beer. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't love a good beer? Really? Um, because you know why? Mm-hmm. What, what is today? Today is National Beer Lovers Day. That is. Yeah. We're going to go from bad dates to loving beer back to bad dates. Right. That sounds well, good. This is true. But, <laughs> you know, if you want to call in at some point and tell us about your shitty date, because, well, we, we've we had some shitty dates. We have I had think some we shitty might dates. get ahead of ourselves I th- here. I think after the, the first break, we'll end up talking about them. The shitty dates, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but the, the phone number tonight is 844-999-9249. Give us a ring. Talk about your day. Tell us about your shitty experience. Let us know if um, you've had a like scary bathroom moment where you panic because that's I think everybody can relate to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have any of you guys had a scary bathroom moment or on a date? Um, not necessarily on a date, but there have been a few close calls. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but mostly successful. So. Okay. That's that's true. He's our he's our new um, basic white girl. Um, in the studio, basic bro. He's a yeah. basic bro. Basic bro. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, Jake, you have a you have a shitty experience. <laughs> I don't know if his mic's gonna work. No, your mic's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we played the poor kid in a in a room with no working microphone and no one to keep him company. <laughs> oh, Hang in there, Jake. Oh yeah. I love our new little new radio media family. Yes, it's nice. Oh, the feelings are mutual. Yeah. Aww. Um, but yeah, we're going to go into uh, a song maybe. And then, yeah. You know yeah. what? Let's stick with, um, some, you know, beer, right? Beer or booze or something about yeah, that. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know why it makes me think of Kenny and Bobby and that mm-hmm. in a living hell. Yeah. Or like brown bottle flu. Is yeah. Brown bottle flu seems more, <laughs> a, more, uh, appropriate. Sure. Cause that living hell was, uh. Yeah, let's play the brown bottle flu. Brown bottle flu. Sure. That's right. I like it. Here on the Motor City Joint. On New Radio Media. Damn straight. Well, I went out last night drinking with my friends. Had to call in and work again. The boss man says, no. Just one or two Then I got started to thinking of you I had another shot Cause I was feeling blue I got the brand, I love blue I got the 
are all red and my head's hurting too. I'm gonna lose my job drinking. Oh, you. Each night I just sit here tying one on, thinking about all my love gone wrong. I'd like to call in dead, but that won't do. I got the prime bottle of flu. Oh, let's hear you, Butterfinger. Tried every excuse more than twice. Even said I got a hold of bad eyes. I geared up for work, but I had too much proof. I got the brand bottle of flu. Oh, Billy, I'm Thank 
That's a good one. Not enough beer. You are listening to the Motor City Juke Joints on NewRadioMedia.com. I'm Kate. I'm Ben. Ben. Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, We don't have RD because Drew and Jake and everybody at New Radio Media has bumped up in the world. Yes, and Lennard is uh, is over there. He's uh, (laughs) he's running the show behind the scenes. Yeah. It's nice. I'm very proud of everybody so quickly. We're Mm -hmm. just getting moving along. That's right. Yeah. Moving Along. Um, before the music, we were talking about this literal shitty date. Yes, literally um, shitty date. Yeah, this guy uh, on Tinder was with this girl, and apparently she, the toilet back like malfunctioned on her in the flushing part of the, everything. So she put her poop in a bag, and it got stuck in this window. And then she got stuck in this window, and it just sounds like a bad time all around. Just, yeah. just a shitty, shitty, time. shitty time. Yeah, kind of reminds me of. Uh, you know, Billy Madison, where they're putting a bag of poo on the old man's yard, on the oh. old man's porch. Yeah, yeah. He, he called the shit poop. <laughs> uh, oh, that's awful. He steps on it. Uh, no, I think, oh, man. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. It's good. Um, but yeah, I just, all I can focus on is like that poor, that poor date. Like, I'm, <laughs> they were, we don't know how the rest of the day went, as far as no. we know. So, like, it could have been going really nice, and all of a sudden, this terrible <laughs> twist of events happened to them. Um, and it made me think about, like, you know, some really bad dates that I've been on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you been on, like, like what's your worst date ever that you've ever been on? My worst, like, worst date ever. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I've, ha- I've had a few. I went on one where she blacked out very early on in the night and i because i didn't know that she had been drinking before oh she's a totally no. total alcoholic don't go to dates drunk right get drunk on the date she's like we went out i'm like yes yes we did <gasps> yes we did we went oh, here and she says oh oh okay i was like can oh, we get a do-over no I was like, no. no that's that's was that like a first date or like? Yeah, that was a first date. Wow. Somebody that I knew for a, for like a while, you yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, that's awful. Um, let's see. I had, I was, I wasn't really. Oh, it was kind of a date. Yeah, I was on a date with somebody, and um, he he dumped me on our date, uh, and started screaming because we got into this big fight, and we were out, we were outside enjoying like the summer nightlife. Yeah. Well. And then we were surrounded by people because it was a very busy downtown area. Right. Um, and he started screaming at me while we were fighting and then hysterically crying. Um, like he just totally lost his cool. And it was like the first time I'd ever seen him react that way towards anything I'd ever done. Oh, wow. Um, it must have been like we had broken up. Like, I feel like he had been unhappy in our relationship for a while. Okay. And it finally just kind of exploded. Yeah. But like in a very public place. Oh, no. <laughs> where I just kind of had to stare at him in awe because I was so blindsided by it. I didn't know what was going on. Right. Um, but he was like hysterically like tears streaming down his face crying. Yeah. And I, I didn't feel bad. Right. <laughs> You know, uh, most of my really bad dates were first dates. 
Well, I mean, we, we have since like made up and we actually support each other. We're very happy oh, with good. other people. That's yeah, really like good. he's married now with a kid and I'm married, so like we're fine. Um, but well, it was, I would hope so. It was definitely like one of the worst dates ever because, man, I made a grown man cry. You made a, <laughs> there seems to be like a level of pride there. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, he was a really cool dude. Not a whole lot bothered him. And then it turns out that everything bothers him in the form of crying. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went on a date. Well, all right. Have you ever gone out and you didn't know it wasn't a date? I've gone on dates thinking they were dates and he didn't think they were a date. He thought we were just hanging out. Right. That's happened. Well, I was asked out on a date. This is, oh, I don't know, fuck forever ago. Mm-hmm. And... Apparently it wasn't. So I, uh, yeah. Ooh. Oh no. Well, actually it worked out fine for me. I'm right. not, yeah. yeah. Not so much for her. Uh. I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so we, we went to this, this, um, this art gallery. It was a opening mm-hmm. and, uh, she was basically meeting some, somebody there. Okay. Yeah. But not you. Well, no, we went we went there together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh I left. You just left. Yeah, I just left. I mean with another friend. I've done something like that though. <laughs> oh my god. I, I just censored that story really, 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 really hard. Yeah, you did. Like I'm like, really? That's the payoff for that? You made me wait for that payoff. Oh well no I was like, should I tell the entire story uh, or do I as as much as you're comfortable with. Okay, that's about as yeah. comfortable with that. Yeah, as that's fine. <laughs> um I actually I did that to somebody once. I was I was talking to this guy on like okay Cupid when I was okay, like stupid. Yeah, yeah like I had graduated high school shortly prior um but he was all the way um in massachusetts about like 45 minutes an hour away from where i was and i decided to go to a house party um oh this is what had happened okay we were i was planning on going to a movie with this guy and he was going to drive all the way down to come get me or to come see me and take me out for a movie it was a date that was a legitimate date so he i get to the movie theater and i keep getting text messages about how like how he's having like he's having car problems he's stuck in traffic blah 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 and i said okay well we can reschedule and he was like no i'm like over halfway there i'm not gonna not go and i was thinking to myself like all right and in my head like being kind of weirded out because like if you're having car trouble i don't really think you want to get stuck in another state um but this guy was determined to see me so i guess that and i tried to twist it in my head where it was charming and flattering um but uh, the movie theater had closed by the time he was even remotely close. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to this house party that I was invited to. <laughs> and I look good. So I'm going to go to this party instead. Yeah. Well, the guy finally calls me and I, and I texted him. I was like, you know, what? I really don't want to see you because I, I waited for like four hours for this guy. Right. Um, I was like, let's I'm sorry. I'm just this isn't going to work out. So he calls me and he's like, I'm at the movie theater. Where are you? And I was like, OK, it's like midnight, dude. What are you doing? And so he was like, where are you? So in my naivety, I gave him the address to the house party I was at. And I, he showed up to this house party yeah. and introduced himself to me or whatever. And then was really weird, obviously. Like there were so many red flags that my 19-year-old brain could not process that this date was just not going to work out. 
Um, and so he hung out. Obviously, at, he hung out at this house party, fought like chasing me around, and did not understand that I clearly just didn't want anything to do with him. Oh, yeah! Wow. So I ended up uh, getting in my friend's car, and we drove around the block to like a Seven Eleven until the guy left the party because I was no longer there. But then the guy stayed for the entire party. <laughs> I just started becoming friends with my friends, even though everybody was like, who is this guy? Um, so is he friends with them still? No, like nobody oh, talks okay. to him. Yeah. Okay. But, like, <laughs> but like, how weird is that? You show up to this stranger's party to meet this girl that you've never met before. And then she's obviously like not into you and then leaves without you. Mm-hmm. And then you hang out there for like three hours because I ended up being taken home. I didn't want to deal with it anymore. I just went home. Yeah. Well, but my friends told me that he stayed until like four in the morning or something. <laughs> he, well, he probably figured that he drove that far. Might as well just hang out, right? I guess. It's just weird. Like if you're weird. trying to date this girl and then like she's not even there. Yeah. I don't have the patience. I'll just I'll be like, I got to go. I've got shit to do. Yeah. Like I was just kind of I just like, kind of wanted to look at the time as I have no watch and I point <laughs> to my wrist. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, um, it was like the most awkward date for sure. And yeah, he was just a weird dude. And that's when I stopped using online dating because it freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, man, some of my my awful dates. I went on a date with somebody that turned out to be um, a, yeah. a cam girl that, no, you were thinking it was going to be something far worse. <laughs> that, uh, and uh, I, not that I had a problem with that. That was mm-hmm. not the problem. The problem was um, she wanted me to do a lot of carpentry work oh. for props and sets. For her business. Yeah. That's that's not dating. That's um, hiring a contractor. Right. I'm like, how are you paying for this? <laughs> right, like, I want cash, you know? Yeah. Like, the, that's weird. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a problem that some of my friends have. Um, I have friends that work um, with YouTube and things like that, and they are fairly well known. Um, And when they go on dates, like sometimes people are just asked, like people just want to become romantic with them or whatever and use them for their social media presence and stuff. And I think that's so weird. Well, yeah, I I, I think that that she had had uh, the intention of getting some of my connections in the music industry. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. To date the person just to get it, like, network in. Like, that's not how you go about that. I think we have a caller. Oh, we do? Do we have a caller? What? What, what, what? What, what, what? What? Well, if you want to call to tell us about the worst date ever, uh, you can call us at 844-999-9249. Share your bad date stories, and we can all laugh at them together. Right. But um, that... I didn't know that she was a cam girl until middle of the date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she wants you to like, you know, she wants to get butter you up and get to know you and mm-hmm. warm you up and then be like, hey, I need this. I it was it, it honestly it was a, like a steady stream of, of wannabe pinups, uh, ah. burlesque performers, derby, uh, uh, hairstylist. That was like, you know, that was like what they would do. Yeah. No, that. Yeah, that was like a, a steady stream for me. We do have R.D. on the line. Hello, R.D. <gasps> Hello, Ben. Hello. We give him the night off and he calls in anyway. It's awesome. Do you have a shitty well, date? I, I, you know, I, I do have a shitty date and I feel like I got to share it with you guys. You know, I mean, but I got to fill you in. Right? Okay. Okay. 
You guys kind of know a little bit what's up, but like I'll, I'll share with the listeners. Mm-hmm. Be careful. You never know who you're dating because she could turn out to be a dopey hooker. You just never know. <laughs> oh, right. So to make to like get to the the, the gist of it, um, I was with this girl a few months. Um, I don't know, maybe about four months we were seeing each other. It was going on about four months. And uh, it got to the point where I was like, I trusted her at my house and like to let her chill there and, you know, kick it when I was at work, all that fun stuff. Normal. And literally I went home one day at lunch, like, cause I lived really close to where I was working. Mm-hmm. My cell phone fell out of my pocket. Like I literally didn't even, nothing. Like I didn't fucking use my phone. Nothing fell out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. Anyway, get back to work. Do you find my phone? It's at my house. Great. So go all the way back to my house. Not that far, but I go back to my house, pull into the driveway. Weird car in the driveway, first of all. Uh-oh. Like, oh, okay. So weird car in the driveway. Like, So you're uh, thinking, like, worst case scenario, she's cheating on you. No, I'm thinking, like, no, that's not, that didn't even go through my head. It was like, oh, like. Oh, I'm just paranoid. Like, got a friend over. Like, <laughs> cool. Like, whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. they're hanging out. They're uh, chilling. Watch. Like, that, that was like, I, that was what went through my head. I'm going to put her on blast, too. Nicole Mayhew is this girl's name. You guys can go online. Blast her. She sucks. So, go ahead. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay. Um. Go walk up to my front door, which is never fucking locked because I lived in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Front door's locked. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I unlocked the door, which like led into the kitchen, which didn't go. And then there was a hallway to the living room. Mm-hmm. Walk into the kitchen, don't hear anything. Turn the corner to the living room to see my girl or the girl I was dating being straight drilled by the fattest, oldest toothless, m- most disgusting, sweaty redneck that I've ever seen oh in my, my entire God. life, probably. Like, I mean, like, dripping yellow sweat. Thank you for that, RD. <laughs> yeah, like, it was Gross. it was really bad. And luckily, like, truthfully, true story, never, never, uh, we, we, I never hit the home run with her, so to speak. And, like, <laughs> I, there was just always these red flags. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to, like, take it slow with this chick. And so, like, I like at first I was like, oh, all right, like she's like banging this old dude, whatever. Like, like right, that's my fault. I haven't been banging her, but like, and then it came up like, oh, you don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, what don't I understand? You're getting fucked by some old redneck on my couch. Like, what's yeah. not to understand? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sick. He said, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, okay. So there's like an exchange going on here, and then. A lot of pieces of different puzzles fell into place, and I realized that she regularly turned tricks. Oh. And, uh, again, a long story, I guess, like, kind of turned into longer than intended. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so, like, the per- well, a friend of mine, my, like, my, one, my only friend that I had in the area knew this person and knew that I was seeing her and, like, didn't tell me that she was a hooker. And was like, oh, I just figured that, like, because you guys were dating, that, like, that part of her life was over. And I was like, yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah. Like, totally hooking, totally turning tricks for. That's pretty bad, uh, RD. You know, for you, drugs. you had a money-making opportunity that you walked away from, though. 
No, no. <laughs> I can't, I can't, oh. I can't. <laughs> That's terrible. You know, you know uh, I won't lie. I looked at it that way, and I said, if you're turning tricks in my house, you got to give me 50%. So mm-hmm. she gave me half of what it was, and then I flushed it down the toilet in front of her, and she lost her mind, and then I said, you got to get the fuck out of my house now. Wow. But uh, before all of that, I had to witnessed that big fat sweaty dude put his little yeah that's gonna be like way like put his clothes on and like me not beat the living hell out of him all at the same time like all of those thoughts were also through my head right Right. yeah Yeah. not worth going to jail for not worth any of that just but you get out yeah he he didn't know right i mean i mean unless you know you know he knew it was my house oh okay yeah see that's messed up that's the messed up part um, yeah, well, that, house. that is probably, I don't know if a story could top that RD. That's crazy. So, but I, you know, <laughs> it would have to involve poo to top that. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, that's pretty terrible. You know, I could top it, but like, I just won't. Yeah. Right. Well, I appreciate you with that one. Yeah. We appreciate you sharing that story, RD. That's crazy. Yeah, bad dates, right? <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad, dates. bad people that you date. You just never know. Just right. never know. All right. You have a good you night know? off. Yeah. I wear <laughs> Rock on guys. Right. Thanks, bye. bye. Man, RD comes up with the craziest. Well, yeah. he doesn't come up with it. This is his life. But yes. like, oh my God, he's always sharing stories around the office that are just, really, dude? Right. You can't make that up. <laughs> and I thought I had weird stuff. Right. I mean, but I mean, I do just. Yeah. Ugh. 844-999-9249. That's yeah. 844-999-9249. If you want to call in with your awful date. Yes. Oh, man. I have a ton of awful, well, a lot of awful first dates. Yeah, I have a bad first date. We could do that. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I I had met this guy. He was a regular at the game stuff I worked at long, long time ago. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Like I like gamer geeks. Yeah, hit me up. Uh, be my friend. Um, but he finally had the courage to ask me out for coffee after him coming to my store for several months. Right. So I... I Got all glammed up, all nicey-nice, and I went to go get some coffee. And, you know, I looked pretty good that day. Um, So I walk in, and he's there already. um, But he's wearing, like... Like, you know, when you go on a first date with somebody, you want to you want to look your best. You know, yeah, you want to put, you your, do, put you yourself do. together. You don't have to, like, suit and tie it, especially for coffee. But, like, you know, a nice shirt or, you know, nice pants or something. Um... He showed up wearing ripped, like ripped jeans, but not in like a fashionable sense. In like a, he's owned them forever, and they're like falling apart. Um, and like an oversized like flannel. Um, and then he had one of those hoodies with like the tribal design on the front, but like it had been a while since two thousand and two, so he shouldn't really think that that's cool anymore to wear. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he was just just totally not dressed to impress at all. And it's like a first date, so I'm already like, all right, here we go. Should have known better. He's a gamer, you know. Stigma, right. stigma, stereotypes, ah. Um, and the day, like, he didn't buy my coffee, which I know in this day and age we can argue, you know, like, oh, well, should you be treating yourself or whatever? Um, but, like, if you're going to ask somebody out, I feel like if you're asking that person out, then you should probably pay or at least offer at least offer to buy my hazelnut macchiato 
Um, I, I do like a, a hazelnut. Yes. Uh, but he ended up, um, he, we spent the whole night and he basically just talked about himself the entire time. Really? Yeah. Which was kind of a turnoff because I, he doesn't know anything about me and I now knew way too much about him. Oh, was he one of those oversharers on the first date? Yep. Super oversharer. Oh um, no. But I would ask him questions. I would, I would say things like, Hey, what do you, what do you do for a living? Where do you work? I don't even know. And he's like, Oh, well I'm actually, uh, on a, on a work hiatus. Which, Which I don't know if that meant that he was fired or if he, he quits or is he collecting? Like, all he said was, I'm on a hiatus. And then when I tried to press him, he was like, so, like, you work at GameStop. And I was like, oh, no. He should have just been like, you know, I'm self-employed. That would probably I, gone I over even, a little bit better. I have no, like, whatever, man. Just, like, it was such a vague answer. Um but now I understood why he didn't buy my coffee because <laughs> oh. he wasn't making any money, um, which like I'm not a gold digger, obviously, but I like people that are like self-sufficient and having a job is one of those things right. that's attractive about a person. Uh, and then he spent the rest of the date t- trying to impress me with his Eagle Scout abilities, which like he was 30, didn't work, apparently lived in his mom's basement, literally lived in his mom's basement. Um, and then like his last big achievement was becoming like an Eagle Scout. And I was just kind of like sitting there just being like, cause I was at that age where I'm trying to find like the partner I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> and like this guy had like nothing to really offer me in a way. I guess that's how I felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. What you doing over there? I am tweeting about this topic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I want, I want to get some people out there. There's going to be, uh, let's see. Yeah, we have a Twitter. It's um, Motor City Juke. Right. We also have an Instagram, a Facebook page, and you can communicate with us because we check them throughout the entire show. So you can totally, if you can't call in um, with 844-999-9249, if you want to hit us up on social media, right. we will get to you for sure. Date fails. <laughs> Date fail. He is absolutely right. Um, but yeah, that was like the worst first date I had ever been on. Oh, and the best part is that some of my friends walked into that coffee shop in the middle of that date. And I kept trying to give them those like, help me, help me eyes. <laughs> and like, they didn't understand. So they just kind of like waved and kept walking and they left the coffee store. And I was like, no, take me with you. <laughs> you can't get rescued by strangers. Well, they were my friends. Oh, Yeah. My friends had walked into the coffee bar and saw me, and I... Yeah, well, when they saw you, they're strangers if they're not going to rescue you. They're, they're assholes, yeah. Fuck your friends. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Your friends are probably Gee, pretty thanks. cool. Gee, um, thanks. But at the end... <laughs> that, I just basically said, fuck you to myself. Yeah, well... Well, we are friends. Sure. And at the end of sure. the night... Fuck you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, at the end of the night, uh, he tried to lean in to kiss me, and I opened the car door to, to separate us, and then got in my car and left. Oh. Yeah, because after all of that, he thought he was going to get a kiss from me. I've turned the cheek. Uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely. I've done that. Yeah, because, you know, most people think, oh, guys are going to, you know, they'll they'll do whatever. No, no. 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 Uh, do you have a first date that was just the worst? Oh, Did you fa- oh, yeah. oh, I've had several. Okay. Jeez. Uh, I have, uh, I went on eat. One okay, stupid date. Um, mm-hmm. And we went to, it was the Loving Touch. We went there, that uh, bar and venue. When it was a venue or was when it was a venue? <laughs> yeah. It was, right after, it was before they started having bands play there. Okay. 
anyway, we, we, we were there. We had a lot in common. Uh, both have had cats. Uh, and one of the things that she had said before, you know, we kind of set up the date. Mm-hmm. She's like, very important that you remember my cat's names. Uh, okay. Yeah. I know I don't remember them, but no, I did. I was like, okay, sure. So we went through that. We talked a lot. She had graduated from um, CCS. It's a Center for Creative Studies in Detroit. And she was an interior designer for grocery stores. So wait, so like the placement of the aisles and like... like the whole design and everything, the layout, like uh, like the decor that's just one of those jobs where you think like oh yeah somebody does do that for a living yes yeah that's that's so weird i like that though yeah it is really weird (laughs) all right she got kind of snobby with me okay yeah and there was never another date Mm um so (laughs) Okay, so this is why she got snobby with me. It had to do with I I drove a like uh, a, a 97 uh, Ford Escort wagon. Oh, I had one of those. Yeah. Yeah, um like with the hatchback. Yeah, it was yeah. red, looked like a little like a little Yeah, ancient. did you have the guillotine seatbelt? <laughs> well, on the track? Oh my uh, god, we not drove- a, not on that one, <laughs> but on another Escort I had in my 90 90- Four or ni- was it ninety four or ninety? Because I drove a nineteen ninety Ford Escort my, hatchback. Yeah, my ni- it was a ninety three yeah. that had that had that that's in, in it, that it came off the track. Yeah, and, mine made this awful crunching grinding noise. Oh, and like some black grease came out of it. Got started getting uh, all over yeah. my shoulders. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> but I had this nine. I used to drive this uh, ninety seven Ford Escort, mm-hmm. and as we were leaving, everything was fine. We oddly enough parked next to each other. Had no like was not intentional. That's cute, serendipitous. Right, and she saw she she go oh, implying that I didn't make any, you know enough money. Oh yeah. Oh, see, like I complained that that guy didn't work, but like any money is better than no money. Well, that's the thing is like, and like if you are happy doing what you're doing, that shouldn't be a thing. Right. Well, she didn't think that um, a, a concert promoter was uh, lucrative. Well, it's 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 not, as you so clearly, you and Ramona have backed that up. Well, it can be. Yeah. And you do it because you love it, not because it's... Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's how I had enough money to pay for the date. See? Which is great. I'm sure you bought her coffee. <laughs> oh, it wasn't coffee. We had beer. See, that's way better. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a weird. That was my one and only um, Okay Cupid date. One and only. I never went on to the Plenty of Fail or Plenty yeah. of Fish. Online dating was. It always. I tried it like four times. Like I tried every website at least once. Like all the big ones. And it just, it was always the same people because they were like me and just joined all of the free ones they could. And they all said the same thing and they all just were so, uh. Do you ever find people that you know and know that they're lying on their profile? Oh, all the time. And it was awful because I was one of those people and they kept calling me out too. Okay. <laughs> See, this is something that I've, I've taken great joy in is 
and and this is probably really shitty of me, mm-hmm. but to go look to look through dating sites, and I haven't done it in a long time, obviously, mm-hmm. but to look through dating sites and find and to find people that I know. Just just to look them up, just be like, oh, let's see who's. Well, on I'm here not today. going out of my way. I'm just like, yeah. Well, not like going for specific people, and just be like, uh, yeah, who's uh, here, and then you find them, and they've totally fucking lied about everything. Oh, see, I would just embellish. It wasn't lying. It was oh, just kind of fluffing. No. It was a fluffing. It's it's like, <laughs> listen, girl, you are not, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are not 28. You are oh, yeah. 35. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know how to cook. I've tasted it. <laughs> like, oh, because that was something that my friend would do. She'd pretend that she was like this awesome cook because she knew that like pe- guys like to eat. Yeah. And um, I've, I, she couldn't even make Kraft mac and cheese, man. <laughs> hey, she, she would like burn mac and cheese. That's awful. I've yeah. done it though. But she like pretended that she was a good cook to try to get guys to be like, really? oh, she sounds like a nice wife. Yeah. 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 Lies. 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 I usually embellished my weight. I'm not going to lie. Oh. Yeah. Because online, like, people are so judgmental of, like, how much that person weighs or, like, what their body type is. And I just didn't want – I wanted to form a connection with somebody before they found out that I was a little curvy. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I used to know this, this girl like, years ago mm-hmm. that, would de- that would date a lot of people online, a lot of um, – a, uh, a lot of, like, people in the army that were – you know, she, she would basically have online army boyfriends. Okay. And all of their, all of her, her pictures were, she would have on social media were what you'd like to call the MySpace angle. Oh yeah, told, up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was not very big from the waist up. Mm-hmm. But, but literal, it, literally, but yes, literally, but right. And these guys would freak out when they finally meet her. Really. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. Like, and she shouldn't feel like she has to put a disclaimer, by the way, I have a butt. Right. Yeah. You know, it was. That's the thing about online dating that, and that was what really turned me off from ever doing it again was just like, well, that's when the show Catfish started to pop up and I got oh, really yeah. scared and paranoid that I was no longer talking to people anymore that were real people. Right. Um, but also like, yeah, once you met that person, like, like that guy that showed up at that house party, like once I met him in person, I was like, wow, you're not even physically cute compared to your pictures. Like, what did I see in this guy? And now he's like all up in my space and doesn't understand my, my disinterest. Right. Now, interesting here. I, I did meet somebody else off of OkCupid. We never, never met in person mm-hmm. while I was on the site. Okay. Now she lived in Milwaukee and kept messaging me, wanting me to wanting to meet me. So a couple years later, this is um, after I had been like, okay, listen, I you know I was dating somebody, I was leaving the site, whatever. Okay. That I met not on there. I I set up this show in Chicago, big festival. And I brought some Detroit bands, so it was like a my myself and another and a Chicago promoter. We put this thing together. She followed she because she had followed me on social media. Just was so determined to meet me, even though it's been three years to this event. Huh. Six feet tall. Okay. Which was 
Yeah, I know. I'm not very you're tall. Not, you're not six feet tall. No, I mean, there's no. nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. No. Not at all. Tom Cruise makes it work every day. Right. <laughs> but he no longer loves Katie Holmes. Uh, or uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman's like six feet tall. Yeah. So... <laughs> She was like, well, I thought you'd be taller. Well, I didn't know you would be here. At all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Right. Let's get a beer and pretend this just didn't happen. Oh, well, it didn't stop her from being very, very persistent. Huh. Yeah, that night ended with me running down the street. Uh, On that note, (laughs) we're going to take a quick break. Sure. Yeah. Wait for you guys to call in with your terrible dates. Yeah. 844-999-9249. That's right. Or hit us up on our Facebook page, social media, whatevs. Yeah. Scarlet Lies, does that sound good? Oh, that sounds great. Yes, it does. I love love Scarlet Lies. Yeah. They They have their acoustic show coming up next week. That's right. They do. And they were here. They were here last week. That's right. Yeah. So here's Scarlet Lies, Glass House on Motor City Joint. On New Radio Media. No doubt there's any 
Roasted You joined right here on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. And I am Kate Holtz. Yes, you are. Yeah. All day, every day. Every day. That's right. So we want to wrap up this whole bad date thing. Uh-huh. Well, we were talking about it, um, and it's fun to do because, you know, I don't have to date anymore. Right. <laughs> so I get to just kind of look back at my dating life and go, oh, gross. Right. Um. But uh, give us a call if you want to share your worst date or hit us up on social media. Phone number is 844-999-9249. I actually found um, some people that posted on Reddit about their worst date. Ever. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to share a couple of these because these are yeah. kind of funny. Um, like this one. Uh, we met online and he seems cool and funny. We went out a few times and um, he told me I was almost perfect except my upper arms were fat. I think he meant it as a compliment. Okay. What I just want to know, like, when is it okay to say that your significant other is fat in any way whatsoever? <laughs> it's it's not. I yeah. Unless it's like a a health thing. If they're getting to a point where you feel like but that's they... not a that's not a flirtatious thing to say right. though. At that point, it's a it's a sit down and serious discussion. And, and you know, unless you're like one of those weird people that's like that's your weird your yeah. thing. If you have to start the sentence with "your perfect butt," you sh- no, there should never talking. be a butt. You're perfect. Right. Exactly. Right there. Period. Exactly. Then there's like I know, I know, I am. This one, this one is like the worst nightmare scenario here. Okay. I'm talking to this beautiful girl and we eventually make plans to meet at a local pub. I show up and it turns out it's my younger sister and we had both made fake profiles. Ah, if I walked into the bar for my date and I saw my brother, I would immediately just turn around and we would probably never talk about it ever again. You're like speechless over there. Are you okay? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> that shit's hilarious. I think that's one of those things where like, it depends on the siblings. Like you can either both laugh about that and find that amazing or just never pretend it just never happened. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Like how do you, how do you, cause you must have talked to each other before the date and I'm sure you were being flirty and then, Oh, ah, ah. right. I don't care what game of Thrones says. That's unsettling. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's it's really funny. Like the you see the, the the memes about you know first season of Game of Thrones. Oh, incest is gross. Seventh season is, you know, yeah, people yeah. are like trying to get John and Daenerys. You know. <laughs> Daenerys right. It's like God, you uh, people, it, it just degenerates. Bunch of degenerates. Degenerates. Yes. All right, I have one more, and then we'll move on. Okay. Okay. Um, this only because this is <laughs> something that I think um is relatable to me. Um. Uh, I ended up dating a guy a few times. Eventually, he asked if I'd like to see his apartment, and I said yes. Turns out, his walls are loaded with swords and machetes, and he decided to hold one to my throat to show how incredibly strong they are. Run. Run. Did he own a ferret? Right? Like, is his favorite cartoon Nardo? What? (laughs) Oh, oh, God. Was his name Danny? Oh. Oh. Um... Was he a ginger? No, okay, so, no, but for real, though, uh, being part of the geek community, yeah. like, you run into those people who are just really into, like, katanas, and they think that they're Afro samurai, and, like, that's cool, that's their thing, but that's not me, and please don't put a bladed weapon to my throat, I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> yeah, you put a bladed weapon to my throat, you better intend to use it. Yeah. Because even if you are, if, if you're just fucking around, 
you're yeah. going to have a bad time. That's just that's a deal breaker for anybody. Yeah, you're going to have a bad time. Like, I don't even think that I would allow my husband to pull that kind of crap on me. There's no way. I can't see Chris doing that anyway. No, but he also does have a very, very pretty, like, pocket knife and machete collection. That's what he has. But he has never well, turned that Like, I, ha- I have my collection. Yeah. Of- well, it's kind of like when you're holding a gun, you never point it at a person. Yeah. The blades work the same way, but man. Look at how good, the, how, how great this gun is. And you hold it to someone's head. Yeah, what? no. Yeah, no. That, that's, that's exactly what that person Doesn't that feel no. intimidating? Yeah, no. Did you shit yourself yet on this date? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a shitty date. Brought it around full circle. This is why when I go on dates, I want some place that serves beer. Right. And liquor. Beer. Because drinking just makes everything better. What about pizza, too? Yeah. Oh. oh. And, like, video games? It's a coincidence that you bring these things up, because it is National Beer Lover's Day. Yes. Which is a great holiday for us. And Pizza Day was, or Cheese Pizza Day was yesterday, right? I believe so. Um, It turns out that Detroit is, like, the number one city in the nation that loves pizza. That's right. Yeah. And we have a a very unique style of pizza. You do. Okay, um, because I'm from Connecticut, and I came out to Michigan, and my friend had to introduce me to Jets Pizza, because we don't have Jets back home. Right. Um, and it, Eight Corner is possibly the most delicious thing I've ever had in my entire life. Right. I think Eight Corner is delicious. <laughs> the, the crust, man, with the crispy. Mm-hmm. Oh. They burnt cheese on it. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And then you just give me like a Rochester Mills, like milkshake stout. Oh. And like, that's that's my date right there. <laughs> that's your date. You can be there or not. I just need those two things. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that does sound good. Uh, now, you know, the thing about Detroit pizza is mm-hmm. the pan that it's made in. It's yeah. a, it's essentially like a like a, a part, brownie pan. Well, it's, well yeah, right? they you call it like a parts tray that you cuz it's it's automotive related. Of course. Supposedly. Of course. Okay. So, it's this square pan mm-hmm. or tray that it's cooked in and it it's nice and thick. Oh. Yeah. I love my pizza thick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. What's your go-to pizza topping? Oh, for me, yeah. I I I do go for the pepperoni. That's like I'm Classic. pretty Yeah, I'm I'm I can get pretty traditional, but I've had some very interesting pizzas. I did used to live down the street from Sapino. Nice. If, if, in Eastern Market, in fact, I my roommates. Nice. And you've met Mike, yeah. one of my roommates who manages Sapino. Yes. Which and, is super cool. Yes. Now, with Sapino, it's very thin. It's not a Detroit style. It's, no. a, it's actually like the New York style. It's familiar to me back home. Yeah. Right. That thin crust where you can find, fold it in half kind of. Right. Yeah. And you're very limited to how many toppings you can put on here, onto mm. these slices, or on these pizzas before they become structurally. Unsafe, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's really interesting is that I would go in there, and I would sit and I'd order my pizza or whatever. And uh, just by the slice, and I would see a lot of. Um, there would be a lot of lot lot of. Uh, I, I'm assuming Eastern European guys, old okay. guys who come in, or there'd be. Um, just just well, based like on the... names that they would give for their order, yeah. but they would try to load everything on the menu onto the pizza. Oh, that doesn't work out because because they they're not getting that it's a thin slice thin yeah. kind of pizza. They just, yeah. just be like, oh, there's a pizza place right here, and they in. The employees are like, no, you don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. You want to keep it to three. I mean, we have something that have more than that, but you're, you're going to try to pick up a slice and it's just going to flop down. Yeah, it's too heavy. And they 
they would they would still do it. They'd all get a large pizza pizza each, and watching them try to eat this pizza was just ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Yeah. But they have, <laughs> they do have a few. They have one that involves a turkey leg. Interesting. Yeah, you have to call ahead for that one. I believe it. Yeah, that's awesome. But it's not the Detroit style. But the Detroit mm-hmm. style, like the Jets or yeah. Buddies, which is down the street, I, I think Buddies. Uh, claims to have originated this yeah the buddies isn't that bad no. um i'm not really a fan of like howie's i'm not really into the howie's thing yeah i, I, don't, I don't like my pizza orange it's weird yeah oh yeah the yeah. cheese yeah right it's weird um i think that i usually get jets eight corner but uh, the barbecue chicken pizza is it totally beats california pizza kitchen for me oh yeah yeah barbecue yeah chicken pizza from jets that's that's my go-to mm. pizza drew just made a face like yes <laughs> i had e coney island pizza once Interesting. It, it had uh, hot dogs, onion, chili, and mustard. That's, I had a red potato pizza once that had like smashed red potato and then like stuff that comes on like a loaded baked potato, like cheese, sour cream, yeah. bacon, all that. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, that does sound good. Yeah. But we should get to this that there is, and this isn't even a, a Detroit style pizza, but there is a new pizza place going into De- in down Detroit. Oh, okay. Is it the place with the um, video games? It is the place with the video games. Oh, man. Yes. It is, uh, it's called Off World. It's above the Checker Bar, which is if which is right downtown. And it has the distinction of being one of the only bars in Detroit to stay open at 2 a.m. every day, which is... Which is great when to you, celebrate your National Beer Lover Day. Yes. Because <laughs> when, when you live downtown, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes you just like, ah... I, 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 I need this. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, but they have pop is in there. Pop, uh, it, it's this pop plus off world. That's not like pop is in the soda. Just pop mm-hmm. is the name of the, the venue. And they have uh, video games, New York style pizza, beer. And uh, so it's kind of like a Dave and Buster's. Right. OK. Now, the way they're, they're describing their menu, Pop's Pizza menu, and they're, they're billing it as New York style slices that you would make if you were 17 and stoned. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So now it's a big kid Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it is a big kid Chuck E. Cheese. It, yes, that is it. Now, uh, you could go to the check out their website, which mm-hmm. is offworldarcade.com. Yeah, we'll put that on our Facebook page. Yes, we yeah? will. Okay. Yeah. And they it it looks really cool. It it's it's all pretty much like retro video games and uh pizza. Yeah, for sure. And booze. Um Pete, uh Chuck E. Cheese speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, they changed their menu recently to have like big kid stuff on it. They, yeah, they've like, had beer for a while. Yeah, well, they they don't really have that much stuff for adults there. Like people, they it's all just pizza and soda and cookies right. and cakes and all that. Um, but they now they have like flatbread, like California Alfredo pizza, like like fancy grown up pizza flavors. And now they have like you know the barbecue chicken pizza, and um, you can do ciabatta bread subs and like wraps now. So like you know the moms that are stuck at the Chuck E. Cheese can now eat something that isn't greasy pizza for them, I right. guess. I don't know. Um, I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is making lots of changes lately because uh, they also discontinued having their robotic bands. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I, was, I, was trying to, I was trying to think. There was another change. Like when you brought up the change in yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, like I was expecting totally, something different. And Totally yeah. revamping everything, which is pretty crazy to me, but I am glad that they're starting to like kind of update a little bit. I don't yeah. Know. You know... 
it's animatronics can be kind of creepy. They are so creepy. And Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it's yeah. a little. Well, they had that Five Nights at Freddy's game come out, um, yeah, which had the animatronics, and it was like based off of a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Um, I actually heavily followed that for a while. I thought that game was so unsettling. What I, you know, what I saw a whole lot of uh, of this stuff at the store the other day uh-huh. when I was at Meyer, which I have a good Meyer story here in a okay. minute. But I love Meyer. Yeah. Uh, so, what is it? What is? Oh, okay. So Five Nights at Freddy's. It's this game. They've made like. Th- four sequels it's crazy okay. um but it's this game where you are stuck in a solitary position your character cannot move okay um and you have to operate these two sliding doors on each side of you uh-huh. um and you have a limited amount of power per level so you have to save your power and everything sucks up power like having the doors open and close takes up power checking all the cameras takes power like these people are so low budget that they can't keep their power on all the time um, and you play the security guard that watches the pizza place um, overnight. Okay. But the animatronics become alive and they want to kill you. Oh. Yeah. So you have to, like, save yourselves with the doors. But if you run out of power, the doors can't shut and then they kill you. And it's very unsettling because you keep track of where they are with the cameras. So there's, like, jump scares. It, and Is this on the phone? or? Uh, they actually did have an app come out, but it's actually just a computer game. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, it's I'll not a console it. game. It's a computer thing. I'll look it into it. Um, yeah. But, like, the, the, the youngins, uh, the Minecraft folk are into it. Um, you know, I <laughs> like tried Minecraft once. Yeah. Mm. I find it soothing. Really? Yeah, I it's like, very zen. It remind, it's just a three-dimensional version of Terraria. Yeah, yeah. Which I liked. Yeah. I like sandbox games where you can just kind of build whatever you want. Yeah. I like The Sims, too, for that reason. I bet you do. I love I, The Sims. Just, yeah. It's grown-up dolls. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've... I've yeah. yeah. My, one of my favorite days off is, like, pizza, beer, and The Sims. That's right. That's... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the animatronic thing just freaks yeah, me the, out. The animatronics yeah. freak me out. That and, and clowns. I don't like either of those things. Uh, I did oh. not like being a kid. Okay. <laughs> Going to birthday parties and seeing these things. So how did you feel about um, American Horror Story then? Oh, God. Because okay. we didn't talk about this yet. No. Okay. American Horror Story premiered on Tuesday, um, and I saw it after we left the show on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I knew that there were going to be clowns this season, and I just I wanted to watch it anyway because I'm a huge fan of the show. And like I just I I have to, I I I wanted to see it. I had this right. adrenaline rush. Um, yep. I spent most of the episode under a blanket, like holding my hands really tight because uh, I was very anxious. Um, but honestly, though, except for the whole clowns freaking me out thing, the rest of the episode is actually really funny. Oh, it is. It, it's, it's really funny, and I I think it's hilarious. That it has upset so many people mm-hmm. on um, on the right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, well, it was going to be political, and that's just what happens when you make political statements for a show. Like, people are just, you're not going to make anybody happy. Right. But it also, I'm, I'm, I would assume there'd be some people on the left that would be upset too. Uh, some people that get upset about um, triggering and such. Yeah, people that, because we're digging into phobias in the season. So, and Sarah Paulson's character is like scared of a lot of different things. Of everything? <laughs> Almost. Um, she's scared of clowns, blood, and uh, she's also tryptophobic, so she doesn't like little holes, like sponges and stuff freaks her out. Yeah, there was another one, though, that she was, that, um, com- it was confined spaces. Oh, yeah, she's also know, claustrophobic, phobic, too, yeah. And then, uh, what, scared I'm of blood, list, yeah. Yeah, list through the other ones. And, of course, the clowns, which is just, ugh. 
the masks they found for this season are awful. I mean, they're great, but they're awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I laughed through the whole thing. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I mean, like, the beginning scene, not to give away spoilers, but the beginning scene where, like, one of the characters from a previous season shows yeah, up. Yeah, like, two seasons ago, yeah. Yeah. And, like that whole chase scene was just really funny to me. Right. Because <laughs> it just seemed so, like, B-movie. Right, so comic bookish. Yeah, well, that's where it was. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. No spoilers. Um, But it was, it was really funny. It was really funny. And Sarah Paulson, who I love, by the way, I think she's an amazing actress, and I really enjoy her. Um, I am so tired of her playing these characters that are just, like, whining all the time. Yeah. She's just constantly whining. And now she's playing this character that has, like, some serious phobias. Suck it up, Nancy. Oh, God. Or Sarah. Right, Sarah. Um, yeah. I did, I did like her in Hotel, though, um, as Sally, the drug addict ghost. Like, that yeah, was, that was that was actually pretty that good. Was, that was good. It made the whining make sense for her character. Right, yeah. it did. I And, and I, I kind of like that season, too. Yeah. Uh, specifically, last season with Roanoke, she was driving me nuts. Just running around and screaming at the top of her lungs. I was just Shut like, do something. Up. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So running around and screaming and the toy aisle at Meyer. Oh, yeah. Meyer. Okay. <laughs> this is this is actually perfect, perfect segue. Sure. All right. So I was at Meyer on Monday. No. Saturday. Okay. It was that sat? It was on. Is there on? Um, yeah. The other day. The other the other day. The other was I was there the other day. Uh, so okay. it it doesn't matter which day it was there. It was the the no, it had to been on uh it was on Labor Day. Okay. So I was in there and uh at Aiton Woodward, because that's the Meyer I went to, it's mm-hmm. the one near my house in Det- you know, the Detroit Meyer, there are some homeless people. Okay. There's one guy during the summer who looks like Jesus, <laughs> we call him Junkie Jesus because he will shoot up there on the side of the road. Uh huh. And it's Junkie. And normally he just wears nothing but shorts. And there was one time he had he had he was bleeding from his forehead and he had blood on his forehead and his hands. And it's like ah, oh, Junkie Jesus has stigmata. Uh. Uh, anyway, so I'm in Meyer and I'm walking and this guy, fully clothed this time, is running around screaming at the top of his lungs in gibberish. Just uh-huh. gibberish. I don't know, like speaking in tongues or whatnot. Uh, so he starts following me. And I notice that there's security. And then they have a Detroit police station right in front of that mire by the gas station. For this exact reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> lots of homeless people right. are out there. So they're all in there. And I notice them. And I'm directed to go down the toy aisle. <laughs> so I'm standing on this toy aisle. Wait, just Waiting. Not, you know, and I see like the, the, what's the Freddy's, the Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. And I see, so I'm standing at, staring at like Star Wars toys. I love Star Wars, so it's not like that big of a deal for me. Uh Uh-huh. But this guy ends up again on the aisle. So they basically, they're trying to corner him and corral him outside. And they didn't notice the aisle that I was, that that I was on, that... Okay. They had told me to go stand up. Okay, so wait, they're trying to shepherd she- this. And they it's end a up- person. Just tell him to leave. He won't. He, he won't. He's crazy. Oh He's God. absolutely insane. And <laughs> I had to run because they're like, just go. Get out of here. So I'm like, all right. I'm out. I'm out. And this, Ugh. as they 
the police officer saying, you know, I'm not going to arrest him. I don't want this paperwork tonight. He's not oh going in God. my car. Like, oh, they, they finally did get him out. Yeah. But it yeah. took just like. What a headache. Yeah. Half the employees of the store to just. See, I don't have like a, a crazy Meyer story to share other than I hate self-checkout at Meyer. Right. Um, <laughs> which I I might as well use our show to get this off my chest. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, my biggest pet peeve when I go grocery shopping is um, being in self-checkout and there's somebody in front of me shopping by themselves with a full cart of groceries. So now they have to scan everything one by one. And then run over and bag everything one by one and then come back and scan more stuff because the conveyor belt's full. And, like, it's this big... Oh, are you talking about the big ones that you can scan, like, uh, unlimited item? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, one of those, like, because Meyer has, like, those half conveyors so you can, like, self-check out by yourself but have, like, a belt. Yeah. But, like, I, I cannot stand when, like, one person who's shopping alone with this huge order decides to do that by themselves. Like there's a bring reason. a friend a bag for you. Use the lanes where people check you out. Like well, that's what they're for is to help. You. Sometimes late at night that those lanes are closed. Yeah, the only so there's only the the, the self checks. It's just I don't know, man. I'm there on a Monday afternoon, and I have these women in front of me with these full carts, and they're just taking forever because they don't want to use a real person to scan while they bag or whatever. Like I always go grocery shopping with my husband and we use the self checkout. Cause while I scan, he's bagging. So right. like everything's getting done at the same time. So we can just go. Right. But all of a sudden, like the self checkout, which is supposed to be convenient is being held up by this big order with right. this one person. And like, there have been times where I'll just go up and be like, can I help you bag your groceries? Cause I have somewhere to be. <laughs> And, like, nine times out of ten, they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm almost done. But, like, no, I'm actually offering to help you not to be a dick. I'm not being a dick. I really do have somewhere to be. You're not being a dick? See, I try really hard. Yeah? I thought yeah. that was your goal. I know. Um, but that's, like, that's the one thing at Meyer that I just can't stand. Well, I did end up making some friends in the self-checkout line at the Meyer by my house. I had ran into this couple earlier in the same, this is the same night, and they recognized me from events. Okay. Yeah, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah we know you." From, oh, hey. you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And of course, I didn't know who they were. Uh, but that happens to me often. Not trying to brag, but right. uh, humble brag. Uh, no, nah, not even humble brag. Did they offer to help you bag your groceries? So you oh no, I didn't have enough. The one by my house doesn't have that type of. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. I, I love the Meyer that I live next to. It's amazing. But, man, I hate shopping when it's busy because of that stuff. Right. It's the worst. It is the worst. Absolute possible, possible worst. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we should play some music. Well, yeah. But we're going to, when we come back from that, after this break. Yeah. Yeah. But we are going to play some music. Yeah. Um, we're going to have somebody call in and talk about um, some Pontiac nightclub thing. Yeah. They want to share a story with us, and we want to hear it. Yes, we do. Yeah. All right. So let's play some music. Whiskey Charmers. Sounds great. It does. Yeah. Where? Uh, on Motor City Juke Joint. And where's that? On New Radio Media. Damn right. He said, meet me in the desert. Said I'll be there by the wind. 
Kate. I'm Ben. Ben, yeah. Yes. We're talking about, oh gosh, we've been talking about a lot of stuff today. It's a good day. Yes, we have been yeah. talking about a lot of things. I feel like I'm getting to know you better today. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that pizza place in Arcade over, um, where's that opening up? Over by Checkers? Yeah, it's the Checker Bar. Checker Bar, okay. Yes, it's the Checker Bar yeah. in Detroit. Didn't you say there was like a pizza with Cheetos on it or something? Yes, they oh. have a... Oh, yeah, pizza with Cheetos. Okay. Is it crunchy Cheetos or puffy Cheetos? Because that changes how I feel about it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, they didn't specify. Get the deets, man. I know. That's your job. You got to get all the research. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> we do have somebody on the phone. This is Drake. Drake. Yeah. Uh, He's actually a buddy of Drew's. That's right. Who wanted to tell us about this crazy story at like a Pontiac nightclub. Yeah. Hey, Drake, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you Hi. doing? Hi. Not too bad. Just uh, felt the need to share a story with uh, my boy, Drew Hendricks. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so this was not long after I, you know, it bought into a nightclub you know i just me and him were both in digital media in high school so i was like all right you know i'm time to take the digital media to the next level so we started doing this i was all pumped to show drew like check out this nightclub man check out all the stuff we're doing look at you know look at what i'm doing right now Uh so everything went real well at first you know we were both pumped up we were doing a little having a little fun on the stage rapping singing a little just you know being guys Cool. And uh, <laughs> as we're walking out, there's these two bums just screaming at each other. Meanwhile, I'm trying to convince Drew that this place has changed and that Pontiac doesn't have, you know, bad times all the time. Right. Yeah, the reputation of Pontiac is pretty. Uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely sketchy. So, But this mm-hmm. is middle of the day, so I'm thinking this is the safest time I can bring Drew out here. <laughs> you know, we're both pretty basic white boys, so what, what do we know? Yeah. And, of so, course, it just happens to be the time that there's these two homeless people outside. Of course. Of course. As, as it would happen to, you know, play out, we walk out of the door and there's two bumps just screaming at each other. <laughs> so not real out of the, you know, blue for Pontiac. That's pretty pretty common out there. So I didn't think much of it until one of them picked up, like, one of those long, like, dustpan handles oh, yeah. that no. just happened to be on the side of the road in Pontiac because, you know. Pontiac. Pontiac. So... <laughs> He broke that against one of the light poles and then continued to try to stab this other guy. Dude. So me and Drew are trying to, you know, run back in and everything. We're trying to call the police and everything. And, of course, we just have these bums screaming, fighting, punching each other, ripping each other's shirts, trying to stab each other. And, you know, I I can only imagine. I still don't think I've asked Drew about what his actual opinion on that was because he probably has some pretty good laughs in his system from that oh dude it was it was scary like i i didn't think on a sunday afternoon we were gonna have to witness that kind of thing you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it it was definitely it was just weird because you know every other time i'm walking out there you know every once in a while we get bums asking us for money or every once in a while they follow us around but every time i was there we had our security team i mean it was it was a nightclub you have to have security yeah for sure That's crazy. So, mm-hmm. You got to look course. at like the underground bum fight club in Pontiac. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bum That's what we were trying to turn the club into on the low. <laughs> but they, the additions just happened to be outside, and Drew was one of the judges. Right, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So, of course, and I've, all I could think about, too, is because obviously I'm just trying to think, like, all right, like I don't want Drew to come out here and just get a bad taste in his mouth, like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is Pontiac. I love Pontiac. I still go out there daily. I still have interactions with people. Although I don't have the club anymore, I, mm-hmm. you know, went in a different direction. But it happens. It's still, you know, of course on that day, the one time I finally go to bring Drew <laughs> out there is when this has to happen. Of course. Well, thanks so, so much for sharing that story with us, Drake. That's actually yeah, really no problem. funny. I'm hoping to uh, call in more. I, I love to support my boy Drew. We've been in digital media since day one in our high school. So anything I can do to support him and you guys, I will. Thank well, you, buddy. Thank you so much. Yeah, much. we'll catch you soon then. Sounds good. Have a good night, guys. You too. Hey, thanks.
So that's nice. And that's one of the things I love about our show is that it just brings everybody kind of closer together yeah. and everybody's supportive. Like um, a lot of the people that work here, I think everybody is a Specs grad. Uh, right. We, we all went to Specs Howard so in one graduating class. Or that's how I yeah. met you. That's right. And that's how this shenanigans started. That's right. Um, so like it's just nice when everybody's just really supportive, especially in such a competitive field. It's nice to have that support in that it network. Is. And it that's is. yeah. And now we have our weird little family here at New Radio Media. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't I can't. I can't. Feelings. Man. So yeah, uh, but that that actually tied in quite well with uh the the, the Junkie Jesus. Junkie Jesus story, right? yeah. Junkie Jesus it was story. very similar, yeah. I don't really have a lot of like homeless people experiences, but oh, yeah. I have a ton when well, I'm downtown. Yeah, usually when I'm in like your neck of the woods, there's always that one person at the stoplight that I just you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I finally had um, a homeless person just straight up come up to my car and aggressively knock on my window for change. Um, I almost punched them through the window. <laughs> I, I've had this kid that came up to me, same Meyer. Mm-hmm. And he's looking for money. He needs a, he needed to get twenty dollars. He he had he had two. And there's a bunch of kids over by the bus stop there because there's a bus stop in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And they're you can hear them giggling. So it's like they are they are sending him around trying to see if he can get money from people. I doubt that they were homeless. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's shitty. And I told him, no, I don't have any money. He's like, oh, oh man. It's like I'm all like, it's like yeah. you're not homeless because you, you you you. I'm not buying it. No, and they're like, and that's the thing is like, I want to help people in need, but I don't necessarily trust all those people out there that say that they're in need, and that's right. uh, that's just kind of terrible that we have to second guess these things before we do something good for someone else. Right. When I, um, what you can do. Um, that is really great is donate to Suck It Suicide. That's right. Uh, six feet over. Uh, Katie Hardy was on our show and she talked about that wonderful cause nonprofit she does. And it was recently her birthday. Yes. And she's trying to uh, raise up some money to celebrate her birthday because that's what she wants is for people to promote, like to help her nonprofit as a birthday present. That's right. And then. Yes. Thank you for not being dicks. There and we she'll go. say that. Yeah, she'll say that to you. Thank you for not being yes. dicks. Um, now, so you can donate um, on the Facebook page for Suck at Suicide. That's right. We'll have that on ours, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Now, when I lived downtown, there used to be homeless people that would sleep in front of the churches. I would leave McDonald's burgers with them while they were sleeping, and they'd wake up to food. See, that's cool, though. Like, yeah. if you're going to help somebody out, like, give them a warm meal. Yeah. That's never a bad thing. It's it's the people that you give food to, and they say, I don't want food, I want money, that you're like, oh, I'm okay, sorry, I that, wanted to help you. That also happened to me. Yeah. It was at the McDonald's drive through getting Jeez. food to drink, give to other homeless people. <laughs> and Terrible. Uh, this guy walked up to me while I'm at the drive through right after I got the food, and he's and he starts talking to me, so I just handed him a McChicken. And he looked at me, he's like, I don't want this. Uh, I, I'm like, well, what well, do you want? He's like, I need it. I want, want money. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. 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 Oh, Drew like would like to share that he and Drake bought uh, pizza for homeless people before. Yeah. <laughs> Not the same pe- homeless people outside of that club, but. But, but I've had yeah. homeless people get kind of shitty with me, though. Yeah. I had it one happens. guy. I, it was down when I was at the loft, right behind, in the. The parking was in the alleyway behind it, mm-hmm. and he apparently was deaf because he handed me a piece of paper saying give, to give him all of my money, and I 
not proficient at American Sign, but I know enough to tell somebody to get fucked. Yeah. You know? That's a pretty universal language right. thing. Yeah. And, well, I signed, no, get away from me, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. And I, I kind of, like, I honestly, it was sad, but I laughed because it's like, God, this is so fucked up. And he took his shoe off to try to hit me with it. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he fell over, and then I just, I just walked away. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was my, that was my one and only mugging experience that did not work out for the mugger. Well, that's my only mugging experience, period. Yeah. But, yeah. So, you know, when it comes to homeless people, yes, mm-hmm. most of them have some type of mental illness. So don't be a dick. Yeah, and it's 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 a hard thing because some people are homeless not by choice, but the people that are homeless by choice and they give you that bad attitude, you understand why they're homeless. Right. And then you just kind of move on with your day because you just have to. Right. Yep. Um, well, it's almost about that time, Ben. It is. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, there's the Arts and Apples Festival in Rochester. That's right. Um, there's also the Ren Fair in Holly, mm-hmm. so you can enjoy your beer and mead and all that good stuff. And ferrets. And f- what is it with you and ferrets? I just make the assumption that people that all people that go to Renaissance festivals have ferrets. I have cats. <laughs> The, okay, but the Renaissance Fair is actually kind of fun, and like you get, it's just a carnival kind of thing. Like it's a fair, so there's like you just eat a bunch of stuff and like do some fun things, like throw axes at like wooden targets, and then you just kind of tra la la throughout your day, and you get to listen to like cool live tra-la-la. Celtic music and stuff. Yeah, tra la la. You frolic, you frolic through the Ren Fair. Tra la la, like the tra la la guy. No, that's not the same. I know. Thing. I'm just being a smart ass. <laughs> um, but no, when I go to Ren Fairs, I normally just like to eat all the things. And sometimes I check out the cool stuff that people craft. Like you have like legit blacksmiths that hang out and do like demos there. And that stuff's really cool. Right. Yeah. But then you have like the dudes with the swords. Well, yeah, they're cool to like watch people make them. And like you can collect them if you want, but just right. don't put them up to your first date's throat. That's right. That is something we all learned today. Right. But OK, <laughs> here's something that actually I think that we should talk about because it's such a bizarre event. And I was invited to it. And I think that the reason I was invited to it, because the guy knows I hate anime. You know what I what I had sent to you earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to explain what the hell this thing is? Um, no. No? <laughs> oh, okay, so, okay. You and I, actually, we, we differ on this, because I actually do like anime, and I'm a huge geek, and then you don't like anime. I don't, because yeah. I don't like it when it's, because it's something that's constantly, people are trying to shove it down my throat, be like, you don't like anime, you don't like all anime, and they start to get pretentious There's and an be anime like, no. for everybody, which I believe is true, but if you're not interested, I'm not going to bother you about it all the time. No, yeah, I just... Um, it has zero interest. Yeah. Um, and I, even still, I, as the older I get, the I, less interested in it I, I am, to be honest. I just don't like weebs. I just don't like weebs. That's it. Well, I mean, it's just like every other fanatic yeah. fan base. Yeah. That's really all it is. It's like I don't like rabid fans of any any like subculture thing. Mm-hmm. Like um, like people who are like super into like Doctor Who or like um, yeah. even Star Wars. Some Star Wars fans really drive me nuts. Yeah, the, the, the creepy fanboy. Yeah, like, yeah. And, it, and that's just every fandom. It's not even just anime. Right. Um, it's just anime fans get, like, a bad stereotype because everybody thinks they smell bad and live in their mom's basement. Well, I'm not saying that, yeah. per se. Um, <laughs> I'm saying that they get to be 
where that's all they can talk about. Yeah. You know, where if it's not like they try to work it into regular conversation and it's like that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Like my my husband actually works with somebody who's like that. And all he does is talk about um, how he wants to start forging knives in like the traditional Japanese fashion and talks about all the supplies he'll need and how he wants to base one of his weapons off of like one from a show, like an anime. And like that, everybody, you're allowed to like what you like, but it, it's like you're, you know, you're trying to be in a professional environment. You try to keep the hobby talk to like a minimum normally. Yeah. Normally. Right. I don't know. I mean, our show's a little bit different because that's all we do is we just talk shit. The cool thing about working in radio is you kind of can talk about stuff like that and it's not necessarily irrelevant. Right. That's one of the benefits of working in this. But like if you're talking about like a professional environment, like in sales or something like it's it's you're, it's hard to find somebody who's going to have that in common with you. Right. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to find the event. Um, uh, yeah, I did screenshot it. And, and that's when I sent it to you. And I was like, this is for real. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, recently in Geek News, there was this like scream um, like Goku at like the Washington like arch or something. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're coming up with this like scream Kagome event or something screen could go me at in inuyasha yeah yeah see so yeah so there was this anime called inuyasha i played on adult swim during my teenage years a lot and um i watched a couple episodes of it and basically it's just a run-on joke that in the english dub of the show the main character shouts for kagome all the time yeah um it's just it's just a running gag thing so i guess it's just one of those weird internet phenomena things right well the guy that that created this event uh it's in Saginaw at the Hamilton Street Pub on Sunday, September 24th from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. If you're interested, go talk to Mr. Walter Race Ribble. Okay. Race has been in several bands of several bands of, of people that have been on the show who have all kicked him out because he talks about anime all the time. Sorry, not sorry, Race. Gotta be professional. But anyway, he describes this as for fans of the seminal anime. In, in you say it. In you what? Inuyasha. Inuyasha. There you go. Jeez. I don't care enough to say it. I, it's okay. Uh, you don't have I, to. I like that you cared enough to bring it up onto our show. Because That's I think what... it's funny because he sent it to me trolling. Well, okay. Yeah. So I. Uh, I so you're going to troll him back. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's fair enough. All right. All right. It's 21 and up. Girls can shout at boys or vice versa. Shout at whoever I'll shout you want. at whatever I want when I want. It said, Thank let's you. have fun. Be the modern Japanese schoolgirl that finds your Japanese feudal eat a demon boy vinyl spun by dj radius which is race playing the best and classic alternative rock dance and everything in between okay this whole event just screams Ah, it screams Um, that's just weird any any of any event that is telling me to reach my inner japanese schoolgirl is an event that i'm just going to be not cool with right yeah yeah i can't do that sound yeah um I, well, yeah, I, I can. I just don't want to. I know. Uh, yeah. Please don't. And that's just and that's one of the things about anime culture that like kind of told me to move on was that I was starting to feel like my physical appearance was one of the reasons I had so many friends in that community and not actually me. Right. But we can talk about that on another show. Yeah. yeah. Um, douche is a douche no matter where, what, what your uh, nationality is. <laughs> um, we have tickets for AJJ douche. at the Loving Touch on the 14th. I'm trying to give these tickets away because the show's almost over. Right. Uh, you can call us at 844-999-9249 if you want these tickets or just hit us up on our Facebook page. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much, uh, I believe it's sold out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a pretty 
full show. It's going to be a good turnout. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you will want to be there and hang yes, out. Yes, you will. Um, and then the following, uh, two days later on the 16th, we have the Toasters also playing at the Loving Touch. That's Ooh. right. The Toasters are playing. That'll be fun. We'll see Thomas Boys Academy. They're a great band. Uh, I'm going to try to get them here in the studio with us. Super. At some point. They're fun. Yeah. So, um, Scarlet Lies also has a show coming up. They're going to be doing their live acoustic yes. set. Um, that's going to be on this Friday the 9th. Or no, Saturday. The Saturday is the 9th. Is it in Southgate? Is that where it is? Yeah, it's in Southgate at SPC. Uh, they're doing an acoustic yes. set. Um, and that's going to be one of their last local shows for a while. They're going to do a couple things. Yeah. Um, taking it out to Lansing and the yes. other side of the state and Let, part of the region. Which I think that that's a band that needs to go as far yeah. as they possibly can. Because they're awesome. Yes, they are. Yes. They're very awesome. They're very nice. Yes. And I and they also said that their acoustic show is almost sold out. So if you want to get tickets for that, you should do that yes. ASAP. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So. Uh, you and I will be back on Tuesday. Yes, yes, we will. Ooh. We will be back on Tuesday. We have... A whole lot of stuff going on next week, including uh, Jeff Bitzinger will be in here. He has a f- an event that's going to be happening again, an- another event that's happening on the 16th. Cool, cool. And he'll be in here with his band, The High Cues and nice. uh, High Views. The High Views. The High Cues are another local band that <laughs> I don't even think they're playing anymore. Uh, so they'll be he'll be in here, plus a bunch of other stuff. And we'll be here talking probably trash again about <laughs> something because <laughs> – it happens. It's kind of what we resort to when we don't have a guest in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like we turn into mean girls. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes on Wednesdays we wear pink and you can't see us. But you don't know us. that because we're not on the show on That's Wednesdays. That's right. We, not, we are not on the show. Not on here on Wednesdays at the moment, right? At the moment. At the moment. At the moment. I, the moment. You know, yeah. there's... Uh, if you have a local band or a local business That's and right. you want to talk to us on our show, uh, you want to promote your stuff, we want to promote your stuff for you. Damn straight. So just get in contact with us on social media. We will definitely be in touch with you. Mm-hmm. So we want to celebrate you. That's right. Because here on Motor City Juke Joint, we celebrate all things Detroit and how awesome this amazing city is and the surrounding area. That's right. Yeah. Um, what are we going to hear on the way out, Ben? I don't know. What do you want to hear, Kate? What do you mean you don't know? I don't. Well, I was going to give you the option. Um, I, well, I played the Whiskey Charmers earlier. You yeah. did play the Whiskey Charmers. Uh, I'm always going to go for, like, Gallows Bound. <laughs> oh, Appalachian Witch. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, That's off their latest, and it it's is. a wonderful track. It Let's is. hear that. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, that is really it. We are we're kind of, like, shutting it down early, yeah? Not really. Once the song ends and everything, it'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Play the song. Yeah. You got anything else you want to say? No. Exactly. Jeez. <laughs> Come on, Ben. All right. We'll see you next week. All Bye. Right. Bye.